0: Hello and welcome to season two of Until We Rise podcast. This is Rachel and this is where we bridge a divided people to loving community, empowering resources and a compassionate Christ. This season is Journey to Perfect 2.0. So let's get going. Hello everyone, this is Rachel and I have a great Very intimate episode of uh, Until We Rise podcast this week. Um, We have Jessica Ramirez, so we call her Jessica, but her name is Jessica. And I am really excited to share this. Although I'm not gonna lie, I kind of got this amazing recording secretly. Don't worry, I was prepping. Jessica and I were prepping for the interview, and. I just felt this sense that it was gonna get good. She was just cracking her heart wide open. And really what I am um, sharing with you today is what our conversations are like on a daily. She was our intern for a a little over a year and she has still been living with us and doing ministry with Until We Arise as our perfect health director, leading online and in-person fitness events. And she's just tremendous. And so as you will hear a little bit here in the story, as we share, she has um, wrestled with a lot of different things. And some of those things as she's moved into a position of leadership have come to the light, including issues of abandonment and rejection, um, as well as just having to face learning disabilities and other other daddy issues. And so for me to hear her walk through some of those hard experiences and also um, not just reach for the joy, but like Struggle to reach for that joy. Um, I'm just inspired. She is one of the strongest women I know because of what she has overcome. And I know that she has a great deal. Um, to do for the kingdom so I really pray that you are blessed by this amazing interview and don't worry I did get permission we listened to it afterwards so you'll hear a little bit of me saying what like she's saying you recorded it so if the audio is a little bit low just turn it up during (laughs) as much as you can but I pray that you are blessed by this um interview with Jekka that's titled there's healing for you
1: that's where i was like dang there is healing for you so to me like what page is that page 117 for me i felt like oh my gosh you were in a room with a bunch of girls who were just saying what they were going through what they had experienced sexually their daddy issue and everything, you're like, dang, I'm I'm thankful that I don't have that and this and this and that, you know? But then God told you, no. You do have, like, those broken petals. There is healing for you, and you were, like, surprised. Mm -hmm. And for me, I just felt like in this, like, in this season, this past season, like, I'm just here thinking, hmm, I'm just here to help these ladies, help these girls, find healing, find God. But then it was actually for me, I felt like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, there is healing for me too. It's not just for them. There is some stuff that I need to be healed from and to be mended back to what God is telling me that I need. It's beautiful. Yeah. i I think even
0: just hearing it back again i'm like man like i was Mm -hmm. kind of feeling like what stood out to me as i was listening is like that gentleness of like god saying like let me perfect you like let me do it it's a different kind of it, it was like a it's not saying that the the state of being perfect that the other chapters were talking about were different like no like you know be with me and all that that i was saying but this one felt like let me fix you. Yeah. <laughs> let me like hold you up cuz you're it's okay to be weak with for the lord and i think it mm. was really hard for me. I don't I don't I felt like i didn't deserve to be weak mm. and i also felt like i think that was really hard for me. Yeah. yeah. I didn't deserve to feel weak. I like when i was sitting in the, that would the the, the guilt that i would feel when i felt suicidal and stuff mm. like you don't deserve it. Your life is not that bad. Right. Other people really have it bad. Like, you don't deserve it. You should feel ashamed that you're even thinking it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I know.
1: So, that's what I felt in this chapter. And especially saying, like, where's the crack? You know? And I'm just like, you know, where's my crack? You know? And I feel like I know where's the crack
0: you know what do you think that is
1: my crack is not I would say probably not finding the exception of God that he accepts me mm.
0: for
1: who I am wow yeah and that I'm worth something you know and Knowing that because of what I'm struggling right now, what I'm struggling of my dad's, you know, um how do you say it? The rejection from us, you know, and it's like that's where the root is at. It goes back to that.
0: i I think when we first talked about that you're like no i'm over it yeah it's kind of like me in that day right at the pews like i'm like no i'm fine i'm not tripping like i forgave him already
1: exactly Mm -hmm. so it just felt like oh it's nothing you know i'm ready numb to it like it's it's already like out but no i keep on following the pattern of not feeling accepted not feeling approved not feeling like i matter like i'm still falling into those patterns Mm-hmm.
0: you know and it's hard to receive love from that space and
1: it's hard because yeah. it doesn't
0: ever feel genuine and when it, even when it's brought up you
1: and it's hard for me to see actually yeah. love that's really given to me really pouring into me because i don't know if it's real or not mm-hmm. because i don't see like i know god's real but i don't see how he will have that for me
0: when do you think you felt most rejected by your dad
1: rejected
0: on my dad like when did it click to you that you when
1: he first told us that he doesn't want any part of us
0: he actually told you that
1: he actually told my brother and I that
0: mm-hmm. yeah where were you guys at
1: at his house in his backyard
0: mm-hmm. yeah what was that like
1: it was hard to understand
0: mm-hmm.
1: like why like what do we do? Like pretty much, like what do we do that that you don't want us to be part of your your life? And honestly we were just visiting and mm. we, all he had to do is just feed us. And mm. yes there's times we did ask for stuff but it was like mostly because of school. Mm. And my mom will always have told us like that's his job, he should help you. To mm-hmm. give you guys stuff to help you with school.
0: How old were you? Uh,
1: I was in high school. I, kind of going towards high school, ninth grade. Mm. Your brother? He was... He's two years old. He's 35. So that means he was...
0: Like 11th a grade. Junior. Yeah, a junior.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What do you remember feeling that day?
1: Me? Mm-hmm. Confused? Yeah. Um uh, confused sad, and kind of numb, like what the heck just happened mm-hmm. I mean he stopped picking us up, you know he stopped calling us, we stopped calling him because before you know was part of us, you know, but what was kind of weird, like I don't know the story about my brother, how he... God, we can. I my brother was always a pursuer, like always the one going after my dad, and that's when my dad, oh, my, my brother had, I think he had some hard times with my mom or something, and he didn't know where to live or anything, so he went to my dad and asked if we could live there. But so
0: your brother pressed in to I your see, dad, but you didn't. Always
1: had me. I didn't. Mm-hmm.
0: Why I do you didn't? think that was different? Why I was nervous. Why?
1: I was always scared of my dad at, uh, at times when he would pick us up too, because, um, like I knew that he he hurt my mom, he abused her, he hit her, and everything. And, and as I was, I was, I was scared of his anger, like how, how big it might be. Like, is he gonna kick the wall? Is he gonna break another vase like that?
0: Were you afraid yeah. that he was ever gonna hit you?
1: Um no just the yelling part scared me the mm-hmm. hitting of the wall the breaking thing scared me
0: mm-hmm.
1: i don't know why it just really got me scared like why does he have to break things you know mm-hmm. so and it's
0: hard because i think in those moments you're like afraid and yet you want his attention still and you mm-hmm. need it it's mm-hmm. so weird right and yeah. I think a lot of times dads don't realize their importance in their child's lives or mm-hmm. like they're so hurting and they're going through whatever they're going through. Right,
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. And if, I remember one time like when I would wear a certain outfit or I wear my, you know, bathing suit and everything. Like anything I would wear. I don't know if that's how we would like, wear a bathing suit and everything. He would just always be so proud of me like and, how, like, how I would play outside and everything, like, any sports or anything like that. He would be so proud of me.
0: Like, for being cute and being for pretty being and for being, being athletic. And
1: being loud and crazy, too. He loved you. He loved it. He loved it. And I remember my stepmom, I noticed how she would get kind of, like, weirded about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it seemed like he would try to, like, baby her, like,
0: you know, mm.
1: stuff like that. And my dad always knew how to like show love,
0: mm. like aff- like affection, daddy- affection, love. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: like he knew how to do that really well. Literally, like my dance partner in mm. every wedding.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. So when when that was no longer there, yeah. it felt like a hole. But you just went numb. Yeah. How do you think that has affected like your current relationships and stuff? Um.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's hard to accept people into my life like i'll like I'll. i feel like i hit hard in relationships at times like i'll like be quick to be people's friends really quick but then when i notice certain things that um uh, how you say, if I notice if they're changing or they found another friend or something like that, then that's why I'm like, oh, let me just back off a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. And so yes. it's hard for you to press in.
1: Yeah, it's hard for me to press in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I remember telling Nadia, I was just like, um, Nadia, like, you know, I understand if you and to relate more together. I understand, like, you guys could talk more than you know me or anything I would tell her that and I said I I get it if she's like your best friend that's
0: okay I'm not gonna be hurt by it you know yeah you do that a lot yeah like even though Veto is like your best friend you're still like well I get that you and Rachel have something yeah it's hard for you to like you just push it all away say I I just it's not a part of me yeah and you just tap right back into that old thing Mm -hmm. so when you were reading the book Mm -hmm. What came together for you then in chapter 5?
1: What came together was there is healing for me. Hmm. God could um, bring that flower back together. Those damaged petals that were broken. He could regrow those things. He can make it new again. It dies off but once those seeds fall into the ground, they'll be rebuilt again. Amen. Yeah. So,
0: it's hard to have that faith, huh?
1: And knowing that when you were saying that, you know, do you ever feel like you're on a roller coaster at times? And to me, I see myself as a bouncy ball. like I'm Yeah, we talk about
0: that a lot. Yeah,
1: not so much as a roller coaster, because I feel like in a roller coaster, you're on one track.
0: Wow.
1: And with the bouncy ball, it could go anywhere, wherever wow. you want to kick it. And that's where I feel like I'm at. And I sometimes want the Lord to be the one who controls
0: that ball. Sometimes that's what you always oh, want. <laughs> yeah, you always want. I know you do. It's yeah, like I even know. when like we're making decisions that we're not proud of, it's like it's not that I want that. Mm-hmm. It's like Paul, he says, like, I do what I want to do. I don't I do not do what I want to do, and I do what I, whatever, How he says. It's so yeah. funny. It's one of the funny scriptures. I forget where it is, but yeah. it's crazy.
1: Yeah, and, and also just seeing where's the crack, and I feel like I know where's the crack at, and I need to go back to that crack and have the actual potter, you know, fix it for me.
0: Well, yeah. what is a scripture that helps you to hold on hold on to when you feel like you're a bouncy ball When I'm a bouncy
1: ball
0: Cuz you you can say you've messed you mess up we all mess up we're human right mm-hmm. But you always come back There's something that keeps you coming that doesn't let you give up that says no I don't want to follow these same patterns Because mm-hmm. like even when situations come up that between us cuz like you know me- mentoring when I yeah. meant it's so weird to say it, but you know being a mentor with you and yeah. walking with you through this life it's like hard for both of us you know because we live together and all that but you don't even though you can find yourself slipping into mistakes or whatever you always are like you don't let it go too far you're mm-hmm. like i have to tell the truth what do you think it is that helps you to stay focused is it a scripture is it just like something you learned early why don't you give up Jekka? Like, even when we first met, well, not when we first met, but when we were doing brunch, once you had that encounter with God, it was like you were driving down twice a month to Mm -hmm. the beauty brunches and bringing a friend every time.
1: I think it's just, like, um, I don't know how to explain his, like, his miraculous power. That day, what I felt I could cry out to him and he could still forgive me and from all this shame and and loneliness and depression and knowing that he does have something for me in my life um and being part like going to these brunches and everything and seeing how much it the the spirit move through everybody in the room Mm -hmm. just sensing the holy spirit and healing from seeing everything from that like i'm not the only one i'm not crazy
0: (laughs) you know i'm not crazy yeah
1: you know um and then also like realizing the root of it like why we have these um, thoughts why we have these patterns in our life like it this always comes down to the root of God's word and what He shows us mm-hmm. and why we have those patches and everything. like right? I don't know. there was one time like you were talking about oh my gosh and branch and the, the, the memories of those things that will come to you and feel like you're not worth it or anything like where where are those things coming from? And I remember talking in a group of table. Iveta was there and I was just like it just like dawned to me like oh my god the reason why I feel like I can't do this I, I'm scared of being in classroom sometimes for people to see me or where i am at. is because of what was told to me like mm. I have a learning disability you know I'm embarrassed that's a, that's a shameful thing to have you know and to have to reveal that to people to tell them that I have a disability and it's hard for me to understand things quick You know, it was like a struggle all the time. And I was like, why do I have this problem? Like, why do I have this situation? And knowing, going back to the classes I was at that I was put in that I didn't look nothing like the kids.
0: They were like with like severe disabilities. Severe
1: disabilities. And it's like going to these
0: high school classes at the same time that your dad is like... Mm
1: -hmm. Yep.
0: I don't want you in my life anymore. Yeah. And now well, you're putting I mean, all these... We were
1: young, but when... Yeah. Were, uh, yeah like mm. 10 years old they divorced, but that's when everything started. But happening. you said you were
0: like, ninth grade when he, well, he, he cut me. you off. Yeah, when he cut it off. And then you're thrown in all these special needs classes in ninth grade, right? I was or earlier,
1: 5th grade. I was very oh, okay. to it. But, yeah. but like high school is
0: still really hard. I think you told yeah. us the story at, at a Junior Brunch about, yeah. like that tension of like trying to get through high school yeah. and the buildings and the drill teams or is that middle yeah. school I think it was high school right
1: middle school was drill team oh, okay yeah it was middle school yeah uh-huh. uh, so yeah it was like borderline middle school like going to high school yeah
0: it's a hard um, time regardless for everybody yeah.
1: so I don't know you re- you read something I forgot what it was but um I just knew I And what I realized, too, like, I remember, like, when we did those Marco Polo videos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I remember, like, always being crying on those videos (laughs) with you guys. And I was like, man, I'm probably just draining these girls out. But I would always say, like, I feel lonely. I feel sad. Like, I don't have friends out here. And I would always pray to God, like, God, like, give me friends. Like... Give me some. Why can I connect to these other churches? Why do I feel like they're not connecting back to me and I'm over there trying to connect with them? Like, what is it? What am I doing wrong? Am I being, you know, picky? Am I being too judgy? Like, Mm -hmm. what is it? You know, why can't I find a Christian friend that wants to grow? Like, Mm -hmm. why? What is it? And I remember always crying and praying to God about that. And I remember Nadia was always telling me like, do not you just move out? And she would help me, like, you know, with my money and everything and she's like, I think you could if you find like two or three folks, you could you could definitely move out. And I was just like, I don't know, and I was always about school. Always yeah. about school. Yeah. I need to finish school. I can't move out and do living on my own and then do school and then work. That's a lot for me, I told her. That's too much. I need to be okay my mom's not charging me that much stuff you know i just have to do like pay electricity or whatever and i don't i can't like you know
0: it's like if you finish at least school too it would just at least like you almost earned your way out or something yes,
1: exactly exactly and then um i felt like um i felt like god did always wanted me to leave mm-hmm. but i didn't trust him enough to mm. step out on my own yeah. You know, I wasn't I I was too scared. I was already comfortable and just like, oh well this is how it is, this is gonna be my life, you know. Trying to finish school and hopefully I'm almost done, you know. And so I could go off and move out on, on to another school to university, you
0: know. Um so um, I mean it's it's because I think when I remember a few years ago I did a series, um I was like what was it, it was at like the heart one about like relationships or something and mm-hmm. i was like oh how to catch a man yeah yeah yeah. and i remember like lord i remember resting i was at the i was at the gym and i was like on elliptical and the lord showed me and i was like i don't want to write about that i mean i want i don't want to teach on that because i'm like i don't want to i felt stupid you know like i'm still in it mm-hmm. i'm not even done yet mm-hmm. I was like, I'm still struggling with this. I don't know how to catch a man, obviously God mm. And I just remember feeling like, No, like in this space is where you share your story. Like you share what I'm showing you even while you're in it because people always want to wait till after mm-hmm. and say, Oh, I was broke and now I'm rich. Yeah. Listen to me. Yeah. But it's nice when people are bold enough to say, I will be. I will I'm in this right now, but I will be whole and I think your courage to share like this stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty tremendous run, yeah. and so like you're still in the middle of getting healing these damaged petals, and even yeah. just these last couple of weeks, you're like, I'm starting to see how why yeah. I need these pet, pet yeah. damaged petals. So, Go and ahead. what
1: Berta was saying to you yesterday, like maybe what you're going through is something that the Lord wants to show you that you this is you're still struggling with this,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: haven't really overcome it yet, mm-hmm. you know maybe.
0: And it's, it's hard, like,
1: and it's hard. It's, it sucks. It's like, really, Lord, you want me to go through this thing? Like, I'm
0: tired of being worked on, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm better than some of these other people, but and they're she, fine, yeah. they're out there doing their thing, exactly. And uh-huh.
1: she's, she's not, she was saying, I'm not saying like you know, uh, it, she said something. She's, I'm not saying like the, you know, God wants you, you, want you to be tempted into this. No, I think He wanted. This happened because he wanted to show you you still struggle with
0: this. Yeah, because if we don't, I think we talked about that too. It's like we wouldn't know. Like if we can like guard ourselves and put ourselves in a box where we never are challenged, Mm -hmm. but then you never you don't know how strong you are. Mm -hmm. Like you can you can train all day for a marathon, Mm -hmm. but until you run it, you don't know if you could really do it. Like Mm -hmm. the point you have to eventually step out. And so, like, what advice would you give people who maybe are where you were in Palmdale
1: what advice
0: yeah not that Palmdale was bad but there was a wrestling for you that had yeah. to come out like uh, or, or maybe just people who are in where you are right now yeah
1: what advice thing? that's hard
0: um
1: in Palmdale I was what has saying, the Lord shown you I guess like what has the Lord has shown
0: me oh whatever you sorry I'm making it more confusing no I'm
1: just like
0: uh like how would you encourage someone I suppose like from where you are like if they're sitting where you are and you're pushing through afraid. you're not done yet you're okay. still in the middle of it so you're saying hey don't just do what I did but come on let's go together so how yeah. cuz there's going to be people who listen to our podcast who are like I know. I I'm in it I'm in it right now I don't I'm tired of trying to get fixed I I don't want to deal with these damaged petals anymore. And I've been working so hard. I don't know how to let God do it.
1: Yeah. Um, pretty much just stepping out of faith. And I, it won't. It's not. It's not easy. And it's not always going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. But knowing that there is a deeper calling. In your life, mm. because it, it it goes back to the same verse that the Lord told told me to to move is from John. I think it was like four seventeen. You know, peace I give you, um, not of this world, but you know, for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I had to evaluate everything that I thought it was peace, mm. but it wasn't peace because why do I feel like I was still lonely why do I feel like I'm still depressed why do I feel like I don't have enough mm. so what is that peace that can you give me Lord and the peace was to know that he's going to take care of my every need if I stay communion with him and when I stay my eyes on him he will make this, uh, the crooked road straight for me he will provide the stuff that seem impossible be possible (laughs) you know yeah um and everything that i have went through um it wasn't easy you know but no but having that community around me to Mm. help me through it all and what i pray for i feel like god answered my prayers you know definitely he answered my prayers by surrounding me with people that will help me grow more deeper into god and what he's calling me you know so it goes back to that verse you know what is that peace and that's and i think that's a great question to ask god what's that peace lord show me that peace yeah and he'll show you
0: it was a piece I didn't even know I was looking for. I was just like, yeah. like we don't realize that we're missing it because yeah. we just are so used to. It's kind of like you don't, you don't know good pizza if all you ever had was Little Caesars, and yeah. you're like, oh, I'm craving pizza, and you taste real pizza. No, Little Caesars is good, but I mean, eh. but you know when you have really good pizza, you're like, oh no, this is the good stuff. Like you can, it's like like getting the good ingredients, you yeah, know. Yeah.
1: and I feel like It, it goes back to. That one, one, two, and three question that you had here.
0: 130 something?
1: Yeah. Oh, 136. 136. 136.
0: Those, says, ones? Yeah. Uh, Those ones? Yeah. Those ones are
1: the questions? I think so. The question, too, the word peace is as it is first mentioned means to cultivate peace, to delete. Dil- Delineate the things that we are to do. Those are, allow God to bring you to what you ought to be. Menu what you ought to be. So it's like, God allows, God brings you to, to what you ought to be.
0: You're like, let him do the work to let heal him, you. Stop trying it. to do it yourself.
1: Yeah, stop trying to try- do it. And we always try to do... We always try to find the wrong peace. Like, you know what I mean? We're always out there um, thinking, this house is going to bring me peace. Mm. This car is going to bring me peace. Even a dog. Even a marriage. Mm -hmm. Even the smallest little thing is going to feel peace. But what is it? What's going to happen when that peace dies? When that thing breaks? When that thing doesn't work no more? Mm. When that thing cannot fulfill you the way God fulfills you? What's going to happen now? Wow. are you gonna just you know shriveled up and give up and everything no no because there's a god that wants to mend you that's so to good. going back to what he wants to do in your life amen and to find that f- true fulfillment of joy a joy of not just happiness of you know of things but really like everlasting joy so good. I know. And receive his comfort, man. His comfort was always around.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, a and lot of times it's in people, right? It's yeah, in the in comfort people. when God's when you're asking for God, and He surrounds you with people. Sometimes it's annoying. Yeah. But when when He answers your prayer, we read, we settle. And for me, it was that way too. Yeah. I was like, ugh. These people, get out of my face. Mm. But those are the people that God would like. I remember feeling really frustrated with my mom at some points. Like, yeah. I'm like, just because you know how she, like, loves me so much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm a girl woman. But when I settled in, like, I, we have a really better, a lot better of a relationship now mm-hmm. where I can just, no, instead of rejecting it, like, trying to do it on my own, trying to prove that I'm independent, I just, like, receive the comfort that she gives mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And yeah. people always talk about how, wonderful her hugs are right her, they're yeah. so healing with mom's hugs yeah. but i remember feeling at a point where i just wanted i didn't want them because i wanted to do it on my on my own mm-hmm. but that receiving of it is like even receiving it through the people around us that mm-hmm. we might want to run from yeah, yeah, god but, but god answers our prayers yes he really does though he really
1: does he really does and sometimes yeah. it's us stopping it because we don't want to walk into that because we don't know hmm
0: it's the hard one. to receive it. Yeah,
1: it's hard to receive it, definitely.
0: Especially with the hurt and everything from our past and everything, yeah. Yeah. And it says choose to think absolutely, not second guessing everything. Oh
1: Yeah. That's a good one. That one is a good one, but also It's hard. Like, <laughs> hard too. God is an absolute God. Hmm. Huh. He doesn't waver, he doesn't second guess. He knows exactly what he wants for us. It is us that we get, like
0: change. And usually, we know what we're supposed yeah. to do, what we need to do, yeah. even if it's a really hard decision. Right. In our spirit, and when we when we put it into the word, and we get the word in us, we like, no, wait, no, this is the right decision.
1: Right, right.
0: But then there's that other flesh side that doubts God. Mm-hmm. That flesh side that wants the wants the the peace that we're comfortable with, the one that we're used to, the fleshly mm-hmm. piece and stuff, those other things mm-hmm. that, like, sometimes will make us waver and say, well, maybe not. Yes, no. Yes, no. Yeah. And The
1: that, things that distract us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And cultivate peace.
0: It's funny because you came in asking that question today mm-hmm. when you came home from work. Um, yeah. So how does that sit with you now? Cultivate peace. To me,
1: uh, um, to continue... To be in communion with God, mm. you know what I mean. Cultivate that peace by praying and worshiping Him and staying in community with others. That's how you cultivate, real it all together.
0: Wow. Yeah. It's internal, cause that that when we cultivate the peace in ourselves, yeah. and we like if our soul was a garden, right? Our yeah. spirit. Was like a garden. We, we, we work it. We take care of it. We don't let the weeds grow. Right. We start to plant the seeds of the word inside of us. We let that go inside of us and we take care of it. We water it. We keep on feeding it. Mm-hmm. It can't help but to spill on other people. Right, right. That peace yeah. will go and, it, and we become a, a source of peace for others. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jekka. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I recorded the whole thing. You did? um that way you wouldn't be nervous um so let's pray um and let's hear how it sounds but let's pray will you pray over anybody who is struggling with this are you still sorry guys i had to trick her into it we may record another one this is just a trial run um oh. but i if it came out good we're gonna use it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but let's just in case we use it why don't we pray yeah and we can see how we'll look at it okay okay pray over anybody um Maybe struggling with these things that you're struggling with, yeah,
1: Heavenly Father. I just lift up this night to you, Father God. I thank you that we could come boldly to you, Father God, of anything that we are feeling, or any doubt, or any fear, or any anxiety and loneliness and depression is Lord Father God I know that whoever is out there Father God who is might be feeling this um this overwhelming over their body Lord God that there is healing for them Father God thank you Lord we thank you Father God that you are a moving God Lord God and that you hear us as we cry out Lord God but also, Lord God, you also ask us to come out, Father God, as we walk, you will meet us there, Father God, so I pray strength for those who are might feeling weak or not sure, Father God, I pray that you will strengthen them, Father God, I pray that you will send labors to them, Father God, that will lift up their arms and that will strengthen them, Father God, and Push them to where you are calling them to be, Lord God. I thank you for the people that you send in my life, Lord God. I thank you that you did hear my prayer, Lord Father God. Father God, I know there's times that we we don't see things and we're afraid. And um, we're the ones that always changes, Father God. But you don't change, Father God. You're always there to hear us out, Lord God. You're always in the center of everything but we just have to call your name jesus and you will rescue us from where we're at lord god so i just thank you for this process lord god that um the situation that i'm going through lord god i know that you are gonna make my crooked path straight lord god Mm -hmm. that you are gonna highlight those things and open those doors that i need to run into and see lord god And that um, I pray for those who are hearing, Father God, that you would um, give them eyes to see, um, uh, ears to hear, Father God, and heart to understand and receive, Lord God. and, 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 And wisdom and knowledge of understanding what great purpose you have for their life, Lord God. I just thank you, Lord, Father God, and I know that you are doing mighty things, and you continue to do that, Father God, through all of us, Father God. And you keep on showing your perfectionness and your word, Father God. Your word does not turn to void, Lord God, and we just, we praise you, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Amen. Amen. amazing i i know it really wasn't staged she had no clue that i was recording i'm pretty sneaky um but i think she speaks with such power and clarity when she has freedom and i just love and i'm so blessed and honored to have these kind of conversations on a regular basis i want to encourage you to live your life the way god's called you to live it it'll never be boring even as i listen to Jekka explain um as she explained her journey with God, her journey to perfect, it's amazing because she is grasping this concept of, of what it means to be in communion with the Lord. And how hard it can be to like wrestle with the flesh and wrestle with all the things that, that we think are going to give us satisfaction. And so to me, hearing her in the process with such transparency is just really so um, tremendous. And I pray that you guys were all impacted and blessed by it. And even though we are in the middle of this journey to perfect, as we're closing out our season this Saturday, um, I'm going to keep these interviews coming because I think it's a pretty exciting thing to hear how God is moving in the hearts of people, just like you and me. This platform was never created for me to tell my story, but it is created for me, Rachel, to tell my story about what God has done in my life and give God glory and create a space for other women and other individuals to tell their story as well. So I pray that you are blessed and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. If you would like to learn more information about Until We Arise, find us on the web at www.untilwearise.org. You can also find us on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook at Until We Arise. Thank you so much and God bless. Remember, until we arise, what in our communities, our lives, our families, our world, won't change.